Have you always wanted to be a star? Whether you want to be in the spotlight or behind the scenes, you'll get some great info from this show. It's the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. Now, here's Angel and Harmony. Thank you and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America and Kids Star Radio Networks. I'm Angel Ramirez and unfortunately my co-host Harmony Hagedorn cannot be with us today, but she hopefully will be here next week, so yes. Um, okay, so to start off the show, let's do the the questions, the seven questions to think about each day of the week, and I will give you my personal opinions on them and how they relate to me, but I would love it if you guys, you know, sent me and Harmony, um, Harmony and I, your thoughts and your questions, comments, concerns, um, anything really, the answers to the question for you anything like that to our email at the angel and harmony show at gmail.com or um you can instagram or tweet us at the angel and harmony show so yes let's get started all right question number one what's the one thing you'd like others to remember about you at the end of your life okay this is kind of a mind-boggling question because you don't really know when the end of your life is so it kind of varies for me at what different ages kind of thing but overall I would like people to remember me as someone who fulfilled anything that I possibly could that that lived my life to the fullest every day you know and I can't really say that I do that 100% now but I would like that to be to be the goal right to what degree have you actually controlled the course your life has taken I think this question Also, you know, all of these kind of, they all differentiate depending on your circumstances or anything like that. But to what degree have you actually controlled the course your life has taken? I think that I've, I've done a pretty good job of controlling what I do in my life and stuff like that besides the whole factor of like, you know, parents and roles and things like that. But in more broadened things like education or sports or just personal decisions I think that I've done a pretty good job on controlling it and pushing it towards the way I've wanted for example um for education I'm in the all Cambridge program and if you don't have Cambridge um in your school or whatever it's pretty much it's they're more they're harder classes to prepare you for um more difficult classes when you are older in later years of high school so I think that I've done a pretty good job with that, and I'm making okay grades. Like, right now, I only have two Bs, A, so pretty happy about that, (laughs) yay, and the others are As, which is kind of difficult, so I'm trying to handle that, and soccer right now, because, yeah, news, really quick, off topic, completely, I'm in soccer, I made the JV team in high school, so that's pretty cool, considering I've barely played soccer in my lifetime so I'm pretty excited about that so that's kind of another thing of kind of taking control because in order to really you know lead your life in the right way personally I think that you should be able to dictate how you how you fulfill that you know if you want to do sports and handle it with schoolwork and you want a social life on the side that's great but it's up to you to be able to control it and figure out how you're going to do that in the best possible and most successful way so yeah um 
if you looked into the heart of your enemy, what do you think you would find that is different from your own heart? I wouldn't really say I have a complete enemy. I mean, everyone has people that they aren't, like, particularly fond of. But I wouldn't say that I have an, an enemy anywhere. But if I were, you know, I don't think... Well, here, let me take a step back. The reason why I don't have any enemies, no true enemies, is because personally i think everyone has a bunch of different things that's going on in their life that no one will ever really be able to to relate to completely because if i don't like this person for example i'll create a fake name for someone that i really actually do not like (laughs) um let's just pick a name chad okay chad i i actually do not know a chad so yeah just putting that out there um I don't like this kid because he's done a lot of things to different people and hurt them in those ways and it it kind of disgusts me it appalls me that someone could could be handling situations like that in the way that he does but I want to say he's my enemy even though he's hurt me very badly in my life I wouldn't say he's my enemy because you know, I don't know what exactly is going on in his life that is making him to retaliate or to change his mindset into different things, you know? Maybe he doesn't really understand fully that he's that he's doing the things that he's doing. Maybe he really doesn't even realize that it's affecting people the way it is. I just, I don't have any enemies because I try to look at things from both sides, not just my own. Because I find that when you look at something from two different sides, from both, what's that one saying? I don't know. The I don't know, but it's pretty much saying that you, you don't you don't know what's going on completely. So I don't see why you shouldn't look from both sides of the point of views that are there. You should not just be closed-minded, you know. It's the only way to really fully grasp what's going on. All right. Um where would you most like to go and why? I think this is kind of this is a more laid-back question. I think it means physically, and but it could also be mentally. Like, where do you mentally want to go with yourself? I want to just be successful. Personally, that's, like, one of my main goals in life, just to be successful. That doesn't necessarily mean, mean that I'm making $150,000 a year, you know, as, an, as a salary. It doesn't even mean that I would necessarily be successful in the money-oriented way. It just means su- successful in whatever I do, you know getting positive outcomes from positive things that I do. So, yeah. And I would like to do that because I think that would be really cool. And it's a great goal to have. Because, you know, if you don't try 100% in whatever you do, what's the point, you know? Okay. Um, Is there such a thing as perfect? I would say, personally, you guys know I'm a Christian. Personally, I think the only perfect thing in this entire universe of obstacles and everything like that, I think it's, it's personally for me, it's Jesus and God and, you know, my whole religion aspect. I think that's perfect. I think unworldly things will most likely be perfect. And I'm saying most likely because, you know, like, since I am a Christian, you know, like, hell, that's not perfect, but, you know, um, so, yeah, I think that's it, but worldly, I don't think, I don't think anything is perfect, I mean, 
I've heard some people say that babies, babies are innocent. They're they're just born. They're coming out of this world in in pure impurity and like a white cloak of you know mind and everything like that, and that they're perfect. But I don't know if that's really true because even that young, your brain has you know chemicals, and you can't really define perfect because it's it's nothing that you could you could put under. A, like a circumstance or an area or a topic because what is perfect you can't even describe it because it's different for everyone for me perfect might be well you guys pretty much know I already said this but for someone else it might be not unworldly things they might be babies they might be like dogs and everything like that it might be pure-minded people but is there really such a thing like I don't I don't know how one can comprehend that you know and I think this is our last question, possibly. Um, what does it mean to be human? I think to be a human is to be vulnerable. Because vulnerability is what kind of defines us, you know? And I think vulnerability comes with a certain beautiful aspect. Because to be able to be hurt, but at the same time being able to reach out to others, I think that's that's a wonderful thing that humans that humans carry, you know, other animals and creatures, they might be able to have emotions and such, but I don't think it's too, to the level that humans do, because we, we do have the physical and mental ability to literally go out and do things for others, when other creatures just, they can't, so I think that's, I think that's important, and I think that's what makes people human, is the is simply vulnerability, you know? So, yeah. Well, let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez, and unfortunately, my co-host Harmony Hagedorn cannot be with us today. But you're listening to The Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America and Kids Star Radio Network. You are just starting to become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 13 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through ready for what's next. Life at 13. Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Angel Ramirez, and my co-host Harmony Hagedorn is not here with us today, but it is the Christmas season, the holiday season, and I am so excited because this is going to be our holiday spectacular. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited. I picked three three of the main holidays that is celebrated here in the world, the three main ones, and. I'm going to kind of give you some facts, you know, some interesting, some statistics, whatever, really. Maybe share some traditions that I personally do. And yeah, I'm just excited to spend this with you. Um, So yeah, let's get started with Hanukkah, okay, the Jewish holiday. Um, So I pulled up some things to kind of um, tell you guys about it because I know some of you... um, don't really know the history behind these holidays and I was definitely like that I had no idea I was just like oh cool holidays Hanukkah cool um but yeah so in the second century BCE the brave Maccabees recaptured the holy temple in Jerusalem from the Greeks the first thing they did was actually light the golden menorah which is the candles the eight candles I believe it is so they only found one jar of oil, but it burned miraculously for eight days. Today we light the menorah for eight days to recall this miracle and be inspired by its message. So that's kind of the the Jewish holiday, um, Hanukkah, and it lasts for eight days, um, one for each of the candles that you light and for the for the miraculous lighting of the candle. Okay, so the War of the Maccabees was the first ideology war fought by a small band of pious talmudic scholars who are engaged in cunning stealth warfare and and in israel you can actually visit the caves that they hid in so that'd be pretty cool to go to not gonna lie um okay some quick fun facts or whatever around 17.5 million oily donuts and it has some special jewish name uh i believe I might have pronounced that wrong, probably did, are eaten in Israel during Hanukkah, commemorating the miracle of oil. And it's not really a good time to start a diet <laughs> during, during Hanukkah, I heard, because of all the d- the delicious but very unhealthy food foods. Um, now, the word Hanukkah means dedication. That's what it takes to launch a war against a superpower and alight a single... And light a single flask of oil that can't possibly last enough time. But with dedication and commitment, God creates miracles. So that's kind of the, the, Jews, the Jewish aspect. Um, so I think that's actually pretty cool. Because a lot of people, they don't, they don't know what Hanukkah is. And they just automatically, you know, disregard it as even a holiday. Like, that's what I've heard before. And I have no idea how, but... And then the dreidel. Everyone knows what a dreidel is, pretty much. It's that little toy thing. I think it has, like... I, I don't think it really has a specific amount of sides because I think it could be circular, too. Not quite sure about that. All right. Spinning the dreidel was originally done by students illegally studying the Torah. When Greek soldiers would make a surprise raid, students would whip out a dreidel pretending to play a gambling game. That's actually kind of cool. Wow. <laughs> surprise surprise all right hanukkah is celebrated eight days even though the miracle of the oil was really only seven because the first day's light shouldn't count because it, it was natural um to teach us that everything in the natural world is really a miracle caused by god nothing happens without him willing it that's 
so cute. Aww. All right. Throughout Hanukkah, each menorah burns through 44 candles, adding one candle each night, plus the shamash, the extra helper candle. That's a lot of light to dispel the darkness. Yeah, because, um, like, unlike the the eight days that it lasted, it probably will not last eight days, one oil for a candle. So, yeah. Um, so that's why it caught it has so many candles the menorah in the holy temple was gold the maccabees lit one made out of wood your menorah can be made out of any material any size you could see solid gold replicas of the menorah right outside asia hatora in jerusalem and it costs get this three million dollars okay that's a lot of moolah let me just say Hanukkah is not the Jewish Christmas, however. This, there is no significance to giving gifts during the holiday, but there is a tradition to give gelt, which is money, to give kids an incentive to learn Torah. Hanukkah also comes from the Hebrew word hunik, which is education. So, I have a couple Jewish friends, and they do, they do give out gifts. I think they give out like a gift every night, I believe is what my friend said. Um, but it's, it's, kind of, it's not really linked to the holiday like really except to be to be thankful and dedicated to that person maybe but yeah all right and hanukkah with h-a-n-u-k-k-a-h is the preferred spelling but it could actually spelled um be spelled with a ch too and i don't it doesn't really matter it's just from kind of where you're from and um the hebrew word means dedication yeah i don't know where i said that but <laughs> um hanukkah is also called the festival of lights feast of dedication and feast of the maccabees that's interesting huh so yeah the uh, in in conclusion hanukkah commemorates the victory of the maccabees over the syrians and rededication of the second temple of jerusalem around 165 bc so that's kind of the history behind hanukkah and I actually have a couple Jewish friends that um, they celebrate Hanukkah, but they also celebrate Christmas because this year, I believe Hanukkah ends the 24th. I think that's the last day. So, I mean, it's possible to do both, I guess. Um, so, yeah, that's actually kind of cool. Not going to lie. All right. The next one is Kwanzaa. And a lot of people will just totally disregard Kwanzaa. They don't really know what it is. I really did not know what it is, but... I do now, and I think it's actually, it's an interesting holiday, because it's not um, based upon religion, like a lot of people, like a lot of holidays are, but it's it's a seven-day celebration, and this year it's from December 26th to January 1st, um, and it started in 1966 by Dr. Mil- Milana Karenga to celebrate and honor African culture and to also inspire other African Americans, and it's, I think this is this is great because it's kind of um, a pride thing, and I think that there should be in different in different aspects. So I, this is pretty cool. And Kwanzaa is actually mainly celebrated in the U.S., even though it's made for all African Americans or to celebrate the African American culture. Um, there are approximately 18 million people who celebrate Kwanzaa, and it. Kwanzaa, the word, comes from the Sway phrase Matunda Ye Kwanzaa, meaning first fruits of. Hold on, it cut off. First fruits of something. I'll have to look that up. I'm sorry, guys, it cut off. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, 
Kwanzaa celebrations often include African dances, drums, storytelling, and poetry. So it sounds like a really interesting like holiday, just celebrating the culture and everything like that. And they do that by different cultural aspects. So I think that's pretty cool. People who celebrate Kwanzaa have a big feast called Kurumu on the 31st of December. So it's the last day of the year, and they have this huge feast. And that sounds so good because I'm looking at some of the food that they have. And wow, delicious. That'd be really interesting to make the food that people eat in different cultures. I once made this like Greek salad, and it's nothing like the salad that we have here in the U.S. That like is the common salad to eat. Didn't have any like like leaves or anything. You <laughs> didn't have spinach or lettuce or anything like that. It was like um, feta cheese, I believe, some type of Italian Greek sauce thing, uh, like salad dressing. Um, it had tomatoes, like grilled tomatoes. It had olives. Um, I think it had some basil in there. I don't know. I'll I'll put the the ingredients and recipe on our website so you guys can make some Greek stuff, even though it has nothing to do with Kwanzaa, you know. But culture is cool, so yeah. The colors of Kwanzaa are black, red, and green. Black represents the color of the people, green represents the fertile land of Africa, and red represents bloodshed and the struggle for freedom. And there are seven principles of Kwanzaa called Nguzo Saba. I'm very sorry if I pronounce this wrong. I'm trying my hardest. And we'll kind of get into them after the break because there are quite a lot, so, or seven, so, yeah. I'm Angel Ramirez, and you're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show. And yeah, we'll see you guys after the break. cooking. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel.
on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food, beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook, every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. Real Talk Radio. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. 
Welcome back to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Angel Maris, and unfortunately, my co-host Harmony Hagnorn cannot be with us today. But we have our holiday spectacular. So, yes, I'm about to go into the seven principles of Kwanzaa, and they're they're pretty pretty spectacular. Not gonna lie. All right, so. Umoja, which means unity, to maintain unity in the family and community. Okay, let's see if I'm totally going to butcher this name, but Kuji Chagulia is self-determination, to be responsible for community and and to speak for oneself. Ujima is collective work and responsibility, to build and maintain a community. Ujama is cooperative... I cannot talk today, guys. Ujama is cooperative economics to build and maintain our own businesses. Nia is purpose to build and develop our goals to benefit the people of the community. And Kumba is creativity to make the community more beautiful and beneficial for the future generation. And Imani is faith to believe in our people, um, parents, teachers, and leaders. So... Each night of Kwanzaa, a candle is actually lit and a, and a principle is discussed. So there's seven nights. So each night, um, they just they sit down all together and they just talk about these principles and what it means to them and how they'll accomplish it and things like that. Um, the canera is the candle holder and the back in the middle is what the heck? Okay, the canera is the candle holder in the middle and in the black and the black candle is three to the left. And okay, so pretty much there's just a lot of colors that made no sense at all. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of there's red, black, and green candles there. That's what I meant to say. Okay, and there are several seven symbols of Kwanzaa. So the first one is Mizeo, and it's fruits, nuts, and vegetables. The historical foundation of Kwanzaa. This is to remind the people of the harvest fruits that nourish the people of Africa. Um, Mekeka is mat. Symbols of Kwanzaa are arranged on the Mekeka, which is made of straw or African cloth. So they often make their own Mekekas, which is actually pretty cool. Like, I wish I could make that. Um... Vibunzi is the ear of corn, and it represents fertility, symbolizes um, that reproduction of future families. One piece of corn is placed on a mecca for each child. Mashumawa Saba is the seven candles that represent the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Uh, Kanera is the candle holder that holds the Kwanzaa candles. The candle symbolizes stalks of corn that branches off to form new stalks, which is the family. Kikumba Cha Amoja is the unity cup. People say Harambi Swahili for its um for for it lets them pull together then drink from the cup to honor ancestors. And Zawadi is gifts that are given on the last day of Kwanzaa, which is January first. It is encouraged to give gifts that encourage self growth, self determination, achievement, and success. So yeah, and actually this is 2014 is the 48th, so the fifth annual birthday is in 2016. So that's pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. Um, so the first U.S. postage sampage to commemorate Kwanzaa was issued in 1997. There have been four designs released since then, the most recent being in 2013. So yeah, that's kind of the... Oh, really quick, some celebrities who have been known to celebrate Kwanzaa every year include Oprah... Mayu Angelou, Chuck D, Angelie Jolie, and Cynthia St. James, who designed the first Kwanzaa postage stamp. So, um, 
Angelina Jolie, as pretty much everyone knows, is not African-American, but she she has adopted a lot of children from there. So she accepts the culture and she loves it. And I think that's really that's really great of someone to accept someone else's culture and not necessarily take it for your own. But if you wanted to, then, you know, just inject it in your everyday life. I think that's really interesting. And next is the most popular holiday, pretty much, um, especially in America, is Christmas. And I personally celebrate Christmas, and it is almost time, and it's freaking me out because I haven't gotten anyone gifts at all. I have no money to buy gifts. (laughs) And, yeah, but I'm excited nonetheless. So I have some facts and stuff that I would love to share with you guys. And it's with the history and also just statistics and stuff so i think that's cool but first i'm actually gonna try and say happy holidays in different languages so let's see about this um joyous fetes is happy holidays in french feliz fiestas is (laughs) or feliz navidad is in spanish um and vietnamese it's I gotta look these up. I am lying. I'm not gonna do this right now <laughs> because these are just. I do not not know how to do this. Let's try Turkish. Mutlu beramelar. Um, in Portuguese, it's boas festas. In Swedish, it's trivlig halg. Um, in Irish, lethenta seor sona maybe. Filipino, Masaya Pista Opisal, Opisal, um, Indonesian, Salamat Heri Raya, in Croatian, Sretni Prasniki, <laughs> in Hungarian, Bulldog Anupekadet, um, in Danish, Gledi Feri Daji, in Mandarin, Gri U. Kui, kui, maybe? In Latin, Felix Feriarum. <laughs> Guys, I am so sorry if you're from this country and you're like, what is she saying? That is not happy holidays at all. I am very apologetic. Um, in Italian, Buono Feste. In German, Forhe Fieratij. <laughs> in Dutch, Petit Feast Dagen. Um, in Hawaiian, Hayo Oli Lanui. In Gaelic, Biani Chitai Na Fali. So, yeah, let's hope that I said at least one of those right. And in English, Happy Holidays. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's. Yeah, okay. I guess we have time. We have time for talking about Christmas. Okay. Let's go into the history of Christmas. So, a lot of people kind of disregard the fact that christmas literally has christ in the name um so yeah it's celebrated on the 25th of december and commemorates the birth of jesus christ the word christmas is derived from the old english word christus mayes which literally translates to christ's mass although no one knows for sure the exact date of christ's birth the date is chosen to celebrate um it's related to the Roman Saturnelli Festival that lasted from the 17th to the 21st of Dece- December. Um, and yeah, the date became widely accepted by most branches of Christianity, with the exception of the Armians, who reserved the 6th of January for Christmas celebrations. So yeah, um, 
Christmas and gift giving. The tradition of gift giving has strong association with paganism. Um, it it also it it kind of people give gifts um, also because you know Christ gave his only son like God gave his only son to us um, to, to save us. So it's kind of being thankful for for all that and you know and giving to others as he did to us. And um, Santa Claus, let's see about this. So Saint Nick was a real person, and he dedicated his life to, to giving others, uh, giving the poor children of his, uh, of his village gifts to, to tell them that they're loved and everything like that. So that's how the whole figure of Santa became inseparable from the tradition of Christmas as a whole, because, you know, it's just so... Saint Nick became Santa Claus, and that was the whole gift giving aspect. And I think that nowadays people, um, people kind of overdo the whole gift giving, and that's kind of the the entire reason for Christmas. And I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I like getting gifts, but that's not the reason for Christmas. And um, I think pe- more people should try and recognize that, you know? And I think some people, they just, they don't know, but others do, and they just kind of, they're still focused on the whole gift-giving aspect. Um, so, yeah. And after the break, I'll go more into fun facts, some st- interesting statistics, not gonna lie. Um, and, yeah, because Christmas, a lot of people don't really know the the true the background information of christmas it's just kind of the holiday for gifts in the end of the year you know but i think there's a lot more to that so yeah let's take a break i'm angel marius and you are listening to the angel nami show on voice america and kidstar radio networks every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Thank Harmony. Thank you. Welcome back to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids and Kidstar Radio Networks. I'm Angel Ramirez, and today is our holiday spectacular. So, yes, I'm into Christmas, um, talking about 
all those different Christmas things, you know, <laughs> facts and stuff. Okay, so um, Christmas shopping may be hazardous to your health, and this may sound really dumb because everyone knows this, but statistics actually show that a handful of people die a year trying to Christmas shop, okay? That is crazy, and you are, it is like a known fact that you have, to, you're gonna be elbowed or pushed at least three times during like a 30 minute shopping experience and that's not exactly fun let me just tell you all right um okay sending christmas cards is still the thing to do around christmas time americans on average send out 28 christmas cards to friends and family yearly and guess what it's not certainly in vain either most receive 28 for the same period so I actually, I don't think our family gives out Christmas cards, now that I think about it. I don't think we do. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't, but, I mean, if you wanted to, it's cool. I wish, I get Christmas cards a year, so that's, I enjoy getting them, honestly. And I think it's cool to, to kind of personalize it for each person, too. I think those are great. All right. Um... Let's see what else. Christmas is a great time to exercise. You'll walk an average of five miles between the parking lot and stores. However, don't let this give you a false sense of security because most people still gain those pesky Christmas pounds despite this. So you actually, on the average, on the average, Christmas shoppers walk five miles throughout the day just between stores. Is that not crazy or what? That kind of shows how <laughs> how weird america is with christmas because we also gain those pounds back because of all the food because leftovers can sometimes be your enemy spoiled leftovers are actually responsible for about four hundred thousand cases of, of post-christmas associated illnesses so that would be extremely unfortunate <laughs> honestly because let's be honest christmas food is the best type of food holiday food is the best type of food all right um the tradition of burning a yule log actually has its roots in ancient scandinavia supposedly the yule log was a source of good luck and remnants were saved to inspire good fortune throughout the year it was such a widely held belief that people even threw ashes in wells to make the water safer to drink not sure if that's the best idea because ashes is probably not something you should be consuming but you know it's whatever all right it was once believed that any woman who went under a mistletoe and was not kissed would not marry the coming year so uh, some some conspiracies there <laughs> sorry i had a blank space all right the annual christmas pudding would more than was more than just a tasty treat Small items were placed in which had the power to predict what the next year would bring. Coins were associated with a gain in wealth, a ring of sign of the amendment marriage, and a button signified extended bachelorhood. This idea actually goes back to the Middle Ages where the cake being served on the twelfth night would come compete with the hidden bean. Whoever found this bean was declared king for that one night. So this is obviously just an idea, um, a myth, because I personally don't think you can really foretell anything, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, if you counted all the gifts that were given in the song 12 Days of Christmas, you'd realize that the number of gifts being presented were 364 in total. That's a gift of was giving each day of year. I actually did not realize that. That's weird. Is it true? That's what I want to know. 
cartridge and pear tree. No, there's no way that adds up to 364. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. That's, that's cool, though. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm counting that now. Okay. Christmas was actually illegal in England from 1647 to 1660. This was enforced by by the then leader Oliver Cromwell who believed it was immoral to hold celebrations on one of the holiest days of the year the celebration of Christmas was therefore a criminal offense which would lead to an individual being arrested if he or she was found guilty of condoning any revelry during the period that is not fair okay I think celebrating a holiday should be encouraged because it's it's celebrating it it's being happy and joyful about it you know about a positive thing so that's just my stance i don't know about this other guy though all right pig head it's what for it's what's for dinner the traditional christmas dinner in england used to be a pig head prepared with mustard sauce most english post folk are possibly quite delighted that this isn't the case anymore personally i don't know about pig head but ham is my favorite thing to eat on christmas i'm just saying my mom makes like this delicious potato casserole so good let me just say i will post the uh the recipe on the website so you guys could check it out um witches and evil spirits are the greatest broom thieves the norwegians once believed that witches and devious spirits were more likely to steal their brooms on christmas eve who knows that maybe a mischievous prankster stole for brooms during that period and the legend stuck um <laughs> i don't know where that originated from really but People will be people. All right, back Christmas. Perhaps not the best line created by Dickens, mainly because of the bah humbug, just that it has extra something special about it. Most people would probably agree that Dickens' de- decision to work on the famous catchphrase was a good move indeed. All right, so yeah, that's some of the... Forego throwing out your Christmas tree and make it lunch. The ever- evergreen is actually edible, um, well, most parts of it anyway. In addition, it is nutrient-enriched, so if you take the advice stated previously, you'd be getting a good source of vitamin C and roughage. Don't mind that you're eating a tree. It's one step away from another vegetable, so you can actually be eating your Christmas tree if you wanted to. It's edible. You will not die, probably. Just be careful if you're actually going to eat it. <laughs> um, yeah, and it used to be... Um, it used to be a myth that if you baked your bread on Christmas Eve, it'll remain there forever. Like, it will never go bad. And, of course, I would not recommend this because after about five days, you'll start seeing mold or something. And it will not be fun to eat, to consume at all. Um, so, yeah, that's some, some Christmas facts there. Um, oh, now for the statistics. Yay. 92% of Americans celebrate Christmas. That's a lot. I actually would not expect 92%. No, because there's, like, a lot of other religions out there. You wouldn't think that all of them celebrate Christmas. But here's the catch. Um, Nearly a third say Christmas is more of a cultural holiday than a religious holiday. So 51% say it's more of a religious holiday. Um, 32% say more of a cultural holiday. And 9% say both or other um let's see and it's actually known that the older people are the more likely there's 
they are to celebrate Christmas as a religious holiday. So it has this statistic, and it says ages 18 to 29 celebrate Christmas as a religious holiday, and that's about 39%. Um, 46 of those percent uh, plan to attend Christmas religious services, and 66% believe in the virgin birth. Um, And the statistics just rise from there. Um, Actually, 76% from 30 to 65 plus, so 30 up, believe in the virgin birth. So that's a 10% difference from the younger ones. I mean, it's kind of hard to grasp that idea when, like, science today, it kind of, it tells us that it can't happen. But honestly, miracles happened all the time. So it's, it's always possible. Um... Let's see about this. Okay. Most people look forward to spending time with family and friends. So Christmas and the holidays, what do you look most what do you most look forward to? Sixty nine percent say time with family and friends. Seven percent say people are happy and joyful. And el- only eleven percent say religious reflection slash church. So that's kind of sad, but you know. I don't know what to say about that, really. Oh, not nearly enough people hate the crowds while shopping. So what do you like the least about holidays? A consensus um, showed that 33% said commercialism slash materialism. 22% said it's money and too expensive. And 10% said shopping crowds slash crowded stores. I would probably be a part of that money thing. It's too expensive, honestly. <laughs> and maybe materialism, yeah. Um... The chance someone will buy gifts for friends or family goes up the more money people make. Unless they make more than 100000 then it actually goes down a little. So that's actually pretty interesting. And it has a bunch of different statistics. And these were by the Pew Research Center um, in 2013. So it's pretty, it's pretty up to date. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to our Holiday Spectacular. You've been listening to the Angel and Harmony Show. Um, I'm Angel Ramirez, and my co-host, Harmony Hagedorn, is not here with us. But this show is produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Network. Have a happy holiday and stay safe. This is Kidstar Radio. We empower kids. Thanks for tuning in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Please join us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go be a star. We'll see you next week. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm and now from the Kids Star Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farmer with Luke, I'm Your Father. Luke tells his buddy solo, riding on a tom-tom. Gonna check on a projectile, but he ran out of time.
Saxophone from the Kidstar album of the month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. 